Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, in partnership with DCNO, finally, software for those dealing with government documents. Before Quorum, we found many of our clients printing out two different versions of a piece of legislation and going through by hand with a highlighter to find the differences. That's something that technology can easily automate so that that staffer can very quickly pick up the phone and know exactly where the legislation is different and where they want to see changes made. Our show is about people who get things done in Washington. Well, here's a story about a company that actually helps get things done in Washington. Quorum is a quintessential tech company that could only happen here in the D.C. region. We're joined by Libby Weller, its director of external engagement, to learn about how Quorum actually helps a legislative process work and how two tech entrepreneurs and their team are applying technology in a somewhat unexpected way. Libby, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Well, I love the story. Tell everybody, what does Quorum do? So Quorum is a software company based here in Washington, D.C., and we build public affairs software. Now, what is public affairs software? Our co-founders actually came up with this idea when they were still in school at Harvard. Uh, one of them grew up in the advocacy community and was trying to get a bipartisan resolution passed through Congress. Had a lot of Democrats sign on to the bill, uh, but couldn't scrounge up any Republicans to co-sponsor. He went back to Harvard, complaining to his roommate, and said there had to be a better way to garner support for legislation. Uh, now, our other co-founder was a computational biochemistry major in college, and he was building an algorithm that mapped protein networks in the human body. And he said, well, if I can map proteins, I can probably map members of Congress. Uh, and thus, the idea for Quorum was born. Uh, today, we're a full suite of tools that enable anyone doing government affairs or community development and community affairs to have access to the information they need about what's moving in the public policy arena, uh, and then have built tools that save them time and energy so they can spend more time building those relationships. I just love stories like this because, first of all, it, it just brings home what I've often observed, which is that entrepreneurs start businesses where something bothers them, right? It sounds like your founders. And secondarily, it's just the idea of, of solving this particular problem, it sounds almost like um, – it almost sounds like a buddy system. You know, you're helping uh, legislatures figure out who's their buddy. Give me an example of uh, how this technology has worked, maybe to pass a law that some of us might be familiar with. Sure. So our clients range from small nonprofits to trade associations to really large corporations, anyone that's engaged in government at any level. Uh, in fact, our technology aids across local, state, federal, and even at the international level in that government affairs space. The example I like to give is before Quorum, we found many of our clients printing out two different versions of a piece of legislation and going through by hand with a highlighter to find the differences. That's something that technology can easily automate so that that staffer can very quickly pick up the phone and know exactly where the legislation is different and where they want to see changes made. We've saved them hours of time doing something really manually that technology can automate. That's funny. I, I recently had an experience where I wish I'd known about your technology, where I'm involved in something and, and I was handed three different pieces of legislation, all well-meaning, all seeking to do the same thing and fundamentally different. And boy, it was it was a form of brain damage to figure it out. And then once they figured out the differences, trying to figure out who the right people were to go and talk to to build a constituency. So, and, and that's the other piece that Quorum aids with. So we have clients that are able to find unlikely bedfellows for legislation 
legislators that may have co-sponsored the same bill in the past and, and maybe the members didn't even know it. Uh, or another example is clients taking the locations of their manufacturing plants, where their employees are located, and being able to map that to congressional districts for the first time. So when they walk in to tell the story of a factory worker for their company, they can tell that legislator exactly what economic impact they have in that district. And that's something that we're automating for our clients. As an investor and being part of the community, I've seen many startups focus on greater transparency in government. A lot of the issues around how do we make government better, but a lot of them just seem to fail because there's no customer for that. My impression is there is a customer for your service. Who are your customers? Everyone from public affairs or government relations specialists, uh, they're tasked with building relationships with staffers and members of Congress or state legislators to be able to report back to their organizations when policy might impact their bottom line or impact their mission statement. Uh, and so our clients are looking to be able to influence that legislative process in a way that's meaningful to their organization. And Quorum is built specifically for that role and to help them spend less time doing the knucklehead things by hand, uh, because at the end of the day, you can't send a computer to Capitol Hill. It's our clients that are able to tell powerful stories. It's our clients that are able to bring constituents up to the Hill uh, to share how a policy has impacted them, where our technology can handle uh, the automated work, the manual work. You know, I just got to say the image of a con computer going up a Capitol Hill. I, <laughs> I got to try that one day. Last thing before I let you go, since this, your company, Quorum, and you and, and your team, you're working so hard to make government more transparent. You're really seeing the sausages made in the ringside. How do you feel? Are you more optimistic or less about how government functions? I am certainly more optimistic. In any other industry, whether it is HR or finance, someone over the last decade has built software designed for those roles. Uh, up until this point, no one had taken a step back, looked at the government affairs and public affairs industry and said, how do we build really thoughtful software that helps our clients save time and energy and makes them more effective at their jobs? And I think if we can make folks across the nonprofit and the corporate and the association space better at their jobs, we're helping move the industry forward. Libby, it's been wonderful spending some time with you today. I loved hearing about Quorum. That was Libby Wooler of Quorum. Thank you. And now, non-billable consult with legal expert Andrew Sherman. So how do you grow your business via franchising? Nearly 60% of our retail GDP is made up of franchise businesses in 150 different industries. When I first got into franchising in the 1970s, it was basically all auto service and fast food. But today, over 150 different verticals from healthcare to financial services to education to you name it, uses the franchise model to power growth. In fact, it's one of our number one exports as we try and chip away at our growing trade deficit. 15 million people across our country work at franchise businesses, and for many of us, working at a franchise business was our very first job and our orientation towards the workplace. Franchising is regulated at both the federal and state level. At the federal level, the Federal Trade Commission, back in 1979, started mandating requirements about the type of disclosure that a franchisor would need to make to a franchisee, and about 15 states have their own special requirements for registration and disclosure. How do you know if you can franchise your business? 
First, is the business replicatable? Is it scalable? Have you developed systems and manuals and other repeatable practices that can be trained to franchisees? Some businesses are more replicatable than others. Some businesses rely more on the founder's presence than others. Look at your branding, your consumer loyalty, and whether or not your franchise would be a viable business opportunity because it needs to be a win-win to both the franchisor and franchisee. If you're listening to today's segment as a prospective franchisee, you want to look carefully at the franchisor's offering documents, and you want to make sure that you talk to existing franchisees in the system. Franchising is going to continue to grow rapidly over the next 10 to 20 years. It's the ultimate capital-efficient growth strategy. You just need to figure out where you fit in as a franchisor or a franchisee in this exciting world of franchising. That was your non-billable consult with legal expert, Andrew Sherman. Thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half million dollars of revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.